0: all right and we are live what is going on everybody welcome back to another day of saber sam's dfs office hours it is friday october 7th of 2022 looking forward to the nfl main slate this weekend for those of you who were here yesterday i hope you enjoyed the special episode of office hours having andy matt and jordan come on talking about the new sim update Really excited about it. Looking forward to playing this weekend and seeing how my lineups look. So for those of you who weren't here yesterday, maybe you haven't had a chance to check out the episode, highly recommend checking it out. You can find it on our YouTube channel and just had Andy and Matt come on, explain what we've been doing behind the scenes. A lot of awesome work, a lot of really groundbreaking stuff going on there. So happy to see the team just, busting out new features, and always improving the app and your guys' experience. So that being said, you know, this is our Office Hours show where we go over questions that come in from the community via Discord in our Office Hours channel or via live YouTube chat, talk strategy, talk about how to use the SaberSim app to the best of its abilities. So if you're new here, welcome. If you're a trial user checking us out, get your questions in now. I'm going to stick around and answer questions for as long as they come in. If you're not part of our Discord, there's a link in the description below to join. Highly recommend getting in there. A lot of sharp people in the community and always happy to talk and have back and forth related to DFS. So that being said, we're going to kick it off with one housekeeping item before we get going, which there was a question from Patrick two days ago, and the question was asking about lineup confirmation for nba preseason so patrick just wanted to get back to you so because we don't fully support nba preseason you will not see the green check mark next to the teams telling you that their lineups have been confirmed this will be back for nba regular season so i know we're counting down the days to nba regular season i think it's about 11 days left so the feature will be back but it will not be here for preseason. So just one housekeeping thing, good, bad, or in between. I want to get back to you guys on any and all questions. So that being said, let's kick it off with a question that came in yesterday from Sammy. And Sammy said, pulling this up in the chat, I have a question. I have a stack question. Let's say only. I only want pass catchers and have the wide receiver as well as wide receiver slash tight end. For example, will the wide receiver slash tight end equal or greater than two will always give me one wide receiver plus one tight end, or will it be either two wide receivers and slash or two tight ends follow up? Let's say I only want wide receivers. Will it be better just to select the wide receiver equal or greater than two instead? thanks so sammy good question if you're not familiar with what sammy is talking about he is referring to our rules dashboard which is a newer feature as well gosh i just feel like you know everything uh we're we're doing is new so it's just it's really fun to talk about really really good time over here at saperson so if you're unfamiliar we have this lineup rules dashboard over here on the right it's new you click on this and this, uh, dashboard kind of pops out from the side, you hit add new rule. So what he's talking about is he's talking about a stacking rule. And what he is saying is that if I click this wide receiver slash tight end greater than, or equal to two, will I always get one wide receiver and one tight end, or will it be either or? So in this instance, Sammy, you can either get there's three options You get one in one one wide receiver one tight end you get two wide receivers or two tight ends there's no restriction on that combination all everything everything is live in that scenario so what if so that's how that works and then the second part of your question is if you only want a wide receiver then you would come up here to the wide receiver slot and then make that two specifically so that way you get no tight ends and you always get two wide receivers. So that's how that one works. Let me know if you have any follow-up. Hopefully the, it was a good explanation, felt, felt pretty easy to answer. So next question. And uh, this one came in yesterday. We did get back to Chuck, but I just wanted to reiterate it for everyone listening. So in regards to the big sim update that we released yesterday, Chuck asked in Discord, when do the changes take effect? So those changes are live now. You can go into the app. You can build lineups. You can see how they're different. And I just want to reiterate to everybody that, you know, this is live. It's going to be the way it is uh, for going into the weekend. So check it out. It's a lot of fun to use. And, um, you know, one one other housekeeping thing that, that I wanted to mention, because I feel like there's just a little bit of confusion in, in the community. And, you know, so our final Sims always run one hour before lock. So for a M and like an MLB main slate at seven Eastern, you know, the final Sims will run like 3 PM. I, uh, 6 PM Eastern. Sorry. I'm a West coast guy. So, so a better, a better example is, you know, the NFL main slate kicks off at 1 PM Eastern. The final Sims are going to run at noon Eastern and what i want to say is that you know it's okay to run builds and get your lineups in prior to that final sim the final sim is really accounting for inactives and those are the players like your wide receiver fours and fives your your running back threes and fours that that you're probably not going to get a lot of in the first place so those players getting ruled in and out, their, their snap counts aren't, aren't high. Their target shares probably aren't high. So it's not going to affect the sims a lot. I think it's totally okay to log on earlier Sunday, log on Saturday night and run builds and put those in. And I think that those builds are totally viable. I think you should always come back after that inactive uh, final sim has run and you know go into your app and check to see if your quick swap icon is red so this this icon this little lightning bolt will turn red if the builder detects that players in your entries file are marked out for the slate so i would definitely come in here and check that and then just see who's inactive who who's not playing like if there's some high salary running back who was like questionable game time decision going into the slate and it completely flips the slate on its head. Like, yes, go ahead and rebuild. But if you come in here and either nobody's out or maybe you have one lineup, like I have 322 entries. So maybe I have like two lineups where somebody's out. You know, just you could you could run a quick swap. If it's just like one to two lineups, you could, you could rebuild if you wanted to. I mean, I think it's like a lot of work for like one to two lineups. So... Just kind of wanted to give you guys some insight. Like you don't have to rebuild and you don't have to always wait for the final sim to run your quote unquote final set. It's always good to check, but you know, totally okay to build before that. That way you're like not rushing up until the final minutes of lock. So I know that can be really stressful for a lot of people it can be stressful for me as well. So I just wanted to let you guys know my thoughts there. All right, moving on. Next question from Larson four oh seven in the Discord, and I see a couple questions in YouTube chat, guys. We will get to everything, so just be patient with me. But gonna knock out these Discord questions that have been sitting here since yesterday first. And first question is Jordan: When does an injured player's projected points eventually go down because of the injury? I see Curtis Samuel still in a decent percent of my lineups, but he wasn't even at practice today. So Larson. Getting back to you, I'm pretty sure Curtis Samuel did practice today. I would check on that. But usually, a uh, player who is questionable, we will like lower their projection only slightly. That way, they're not in like so many lineups. But you know, I, I really wouldn't suggest running like uh, how how would I say it? Just just like etching your name into a into a lineup set this early in the week. Maybe you're playing the Thursday to Monday. And and even then, you know, the lineups you get on Thursday, you should 100% late swap those lineups, either like Saturday night or Sunday morning to make sure you're accounting for the latest projection updates because things are constantly updating. The final injury reports don't come out until like end of day, Friday. So a lot of things always changing, guys not practicing, guys practicing as we get later in the week. So I would definitely take the builds you're running on Thursdays with a grain of salt and not put too much weight into them and just keep your eye on like injury news. Underdog NFL on Twitter is an awesome resource. We have them linked into our NFL lineup alerts in discord. So you could check that out. If uh, you know, you're looking for any specific injury news, injury news is always coming in in the NFL lineup alerts in discord But those are my thoughts there. So moving on, guys. Next question from Profit in Discord. And Profit is asking about a core of players. So question is, could you demonstrate how to incorporate a core of four into the builder? So Profit, happy to do that, can definitely show you. So maybe... You know, I, I was running some test bills this morning and Saber Sam is really liking uh, the Bucks this week. They think they're just in a really good spot. So, you know, if I wanted to make sure that I was getting to a core of four guys, you know, what I could do is I could create a group rule and I would make it manual. And I would say use at least four because that is the number that you gave me. So maybe I want Tom Brady and I want Leonard Fournette. And I want Chris Godwin. And then let's do a bring back. So maybe somebody like Drake London. All right. So I went in, created a manual group rule, checked in the players that I want in this rule. I'm going to save it. And then now every lineup is going to use at least four of these guys. So I only put four. So these are my four core guys now. So every lineup is going to have these four guys in it. So if you want to set a core, that's how I would go about it. You can add in any player you want and do it any way you want. You can use the search bar. You could scroll and check in players as you see fit. So that's how you do that. Let me know if you have any follow-up there. Um, there was a question from Oli Ollie Ran in Discord. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. Let me know if I am not. And the question was, when reviewing last night's games, I noticed neither kicker is showing actual points on SaberSim. So this is a bug. This is logged. And I've, I've sent it over to the team. If just, just so you know, you can see the kickers on FanDuel. Not sure if you play any FanDuel, but we are working on resolving this issue. So just wanted to let you know and follow up on stream there. All right. Next question from TBK. And the question is... Let's say I entered my lineups 10 minutes to game time. Should I set it and forget it? Or should I do another build five minutes to game time for a competitive edge? And somebody else followed up saying, you know, I would, I would like to know the answer to this question as well. So happy to touch on it, everybody. The, the answer is that if you ran a build 10 minutes to game time and no other sims have run, there's going to be no reason to rebuild. So, you know, we already kind of talked about Final Sims usually run one hour to game time for like sports like NFL where inactives come out 90 minutes before. But when, as we get closer to NBA season, you know, starting lineups might come out 30 minutes before game time. If we're lucky, the worst case scenario is when they release them after lock, which is like the absolute worst thing in the world. So, you know, as NBA gets closer, we're gonna know starting lineups within the last ten minutes to to games starting or lock starting sometimes. So I would really just make sure you're in the Discord and checking out the lineup alert channels. So if if it's basketball season, you know we have NBA lineup alerts. It'll show you every time a sim runs. If you build ten minutes before and there are no sims that have run since you last built, totally okay to leave it. If a new sim runs, I would definitely rebuild. So that's what I'm talking about. So, and uh, comment from from Tyrell after lock. LOL, shaking my head. We've all been there. I think it was like the Knicks are like the worst, and uh, you know, like RJ Barrett like won't play or be sitting or something crazy. So I'm I'm sure it'll happen again this year, but it sucks sucks when it does. But it's uh it's the game we play. So, all right next question from neil and the question is i noticed the min salary on the main slate is down to forty-nine thousand. any specific reasoning for the change and you know matt uh you know founder of sim uh was on yesterday already answered it but i just kind of want to reiterate uh matt's take here so matt said with the update to sim diversity we feel more confident that the generated lineups are high quality, regardless of salary. So, you know, big update yesterday. I think that the builder is in a better spot than it's ever been. And I, you know, we decided to loosen the min salary restrictions because we just know that the quality of the lineups are going to be really good and opening up the min salary a little bit, seemed like a good option. So just reiterating that right there, um, and and gonna gonna keep moving on so next question from b mosley and this question is in college football does sim randomness have the same effect as sim precision does in nfl so first off you know we did change sim precision to sim diversity now with the new update so we're going to be using the new terminology there i know we've had a couple iterations of this i think at one point it was smart diversity and then sim variants and then sim precision so going back to sim sim diversity getting diversity back in there coming full circle but you know the the question is is about um sim diversity overall and to answer your question no sim i think i think it's smart randomness i mean we could we can go over to college football really quickly and and look. But basically, for any sport that we do not have simulations for, we are not going to have sims to check. So it's it's smart randomness. So smart randomness is just treating every player as a traditional optimizer would, assuming that they're normally distributed, and giving them a uh, random how do I say it? Like adding randomness to their normally distributed range based on where this slider is at. So the more to the right, it is the more randomness you're adding. And then the more to the left, it is the less randomness you're adding. So I would definitely not, uh, think of smart randomness as an equivalent to SIM diversity because they are just miles different. If, you know, you've ever seen like a, like a normal bell curve, and then you compare that to what the range of outcomes and distributions for our sims look like they are like miles apart and you know we can we can pull that up and you know this is like cooper cups distribution here and so very very different a lot more goes into the sims so i would not treat them as equals all right moving on we got a feature request from fail mary and i just want to want to touch on it want to let you guys know That uh, any feature requests you send in, I log, I send it back to the team for review for future updates. So, anytime something like that comes up, feel free to share. Have no problem talking about it. So, Fail Mary said, My dream download a lineup build with pool exposure column, then edit max exposure to equal player pool, rounded to nearest 5% above, upload max exposures, build. So, fail mary i was actually playing around with this before the build, before the stream started trying to see if there's any way i could have found a workaround or done this for you simply other than going into the the build and manually setting everybody's max exposure to plus five of their pool exposure i couldn't do it you know if this means a lot to you i would take like a percentage of your player pool. So in this build I ran, we have 113 players in our player pool. Maybe you take like the top 20% and then you sit here and you go, okay, 30, 35, okay, 17, 22. And you do that for like only the top, the guys that like mean the most to you to change. Unfortunately, there's not a way to do what you're asking for at the moment. I'm definitely going to take that one back to the team. I could see how it would be useful especially with all the updates we've been doing to just the lineup pool as a whole. So just know that, you know, your feature requests are always noted and being uh, discussed and reviewed. So that's, that's, that's the last point I got there guys, that gets us through the discord questions, couple questions in the YouTube chat, happy to comment on any other questions you guys have. So if you have them, get them in now, but that being said, moving over to the YouTube chat, And the first question I saw was from Tyrell. And the question is, is it recommended or somewhat in an advantage to run Sims 10 minutes before lock on the NFL main slate? So Tyrell seems like you've been here since the beginning. This question came in right when we got started. So I'm just going to reiterate really quickly, you know, always check when the final Sims run for NFL, they run an hour before the lock of the slate. For sports like NBA, it's whenever those lineups are out and confirmed. Keep your eyes on whatever sport you're playing in the lineup alerts channel in Discord. If you're not in Discord, there is a link below to join. Highly recommend getting in there. And, you know, you're not going to get the lineup alerts unless you're in the Discord. So check it out. And I hope that I already answered your question. All right. Guys, not seeing... Any more questions, I'm going to take a minute to talk about the sim update from yesterday a little bit. I was running some builds and I just kind of want to give you guys like a hands-on example of what we're talking about. So while I do that, get your questions in now and then we'll circle back. But you know, that being said, I was running some builds this morning and just kind of testing out the new feature and seeing how my lineups looked, And I just kind of wanted to you know, go through this with you guys. So here I have a build where I ran a 150 max at greater than 50 K entries, which is like the highest slider settings we have. And what you'll see in this build is as soon as it loads. So what you'll see is that, you know, I'm looking at the entire pool of 1500 lineups. I don't have a single player over 25%, which if you've been running, builds with us for the beginning since the beginning of NFL season is is pretty unique and you know a lot of times you will get guys at like 40% sometimes 50%. So, you know, the exposures are a lot more spread out. And I want to compare this to this low sim diversity build that I ran. So, we're going to see 161 players in our player pool, 23 quarterbacks and 22 defenses. We don't have a single team stacked over 14% And we don't have a single game stack over 5%. Okay. So then let's go over to this low sim diversity build. So we're going to move over. And what we're going to see immediately is we're going to see a smaller player pool. So the last one was about 160 players. This is down to 130 players, three less quarterbacks, four less defenses, Team stacks are a little more concentrated up from 13 to 21 and game stacks from no more than 5% to we have like an 8%. And if you guys think about it, you know, low sim diversity builds are going to be what comes up by default for your single entries and your three maxes. And this is, this is what you want to see. You want your player pool to not be so spread out because you don't need to take so many shots on players that do not grade out well from like on the average, you know, you can keep that player pool like a little tighter and, and, and that's exactly what the is doing for you It's saying, you know, let's tighten up the player pool. Let's be a little more concentrated with our stacks and let's not get so diverse. And so, you know, I was running builds all day and i i just i'm loving the update i'm loving what i'm seeing it just really goes all the way back to like the things we talked about in behind the sims for the contest simulations and the back testing of the sliders and it's like really all coming for full circle the the message has just been like consistent and the builder updates really reflect even like that that research so Really liking what I'm seeing, really excited about this weekend and building some lineups. I hope you guys are too. I hope that this quick demo kind of shows you in a little more hands-on way how the uh, sim diversity slider is affecting your lineups and and player pool as a whole. So that being said, going to get back to some questions, some questions rolling in. Thank you, guys. So question here from John. Has NBA ever had any issues with sims not running in time? so john the the answer is no so you know our sims for nba are our fastest sims for any sport you know our sims will typically run i'd say in about 60 seconds that we can run a sim so you know lineup is released five minutes to that game starting time our sims run really fast and you know trying to give you as much time as possible to do any late swaps to do any final adjustments you need to quick swaps if, if that may be so team understands the the issues with basketball lineups being released and we do everything we can to run sims as quick as possible for that and then uh john follow up like with a big lineup update right before lock yeah no really familiar uh it's a uh, quite it's quite the rush gets the blood pressure pumping for sure so, question from glenn smith question is hi i know there have been a lot of changes lately but i have been super busy at work and haven't been able to keep up is there one video that i should look at to get updated or a few maybe so this is a great question glenn um you know what i what i would do is i'm going to hover over to our youtube channel right now so give me one second here to get that pulled up. And there there was one rule there was one video about our lineups update that Jordan put out, which was a great video to check out. So let me find that really quickly. And it was just like a 17 minute video. Okay, right here. This unleashed the power of Saber Sims new DFS lineup builder rules. So this will tell you all you need to know about the builder rules. And, you know, the, the SIM update just went live yesterday. So that's here. It was an hour long. I don't know if we're going to do anything to do a short, uh quick hitter video. I can ask. So let me see if that is in the works and I will get back to you guys on Monday stream on that one. But definitely check out the lineup rules. It's a 12 minute video really shows you how to use it. Different sports. A lot of good examples there. So I would check that out. If you had the time, the stream from yesterday was an awesome listen. A lot of good feedback. Really happy to hear that everybody enjoyed that. So I'll, I'll see if there is anything for that coming in the form of a short, quick summary video. And, uh, you know, uh, one thing really quickly, Matt Hunter, uh, who I've already spoken about, posted a little too long didn't read on Twitter talking about the update. And I'm just going to read that to you because I think it will do you some justice. So it said, you know, too long didn't read. I figured out a way to utilize our simulations to get way more diversification in lineup builds without sacrificing any EV basically diversification without the noise and without needing arbitrary heuristics. I think it's amazing and you should too. So that's a too long, didn't to read of the one hour stream from yesterday. I hope that's what you're looking for. So getting back to our normal stream, everybody. And question here from uncrabby cabby And the question is, hey, Andy, I inherently want to trust The Sims, how much human tweaking to the lineups is too much tweaking so really good question here kind of following up on you know just like the direction that we're moving in so we've been talking about our dfs framework and this build review revise cycle that you need to go through i think that you know the pool is going to be a lot more diverse especially if you're building for like 150 max which i'm going to go back to that build And, you know, we already talked about not having any more than 25% exposure, not really having more than 5% game stacks, 13% team stacks. So I think, you know, off the bat, you're going to be able to make a lot more changes in the first build that you get without running into the, I can't meet your requested exposures, go back to the home screen message. I think that it's totally okay to go through at least like one iteration of that cycle and just kind of like really give the builder like your biggest inputs and then you know you'll you'll make your exposure changes min max to players teams games stack types whatever it may be and you'll send those back to the home screen i think that you know with this new build and this is something andy talked about yesterday you should have to go through less of those cycles because of the diversification. If you were doing like three cycles of the build review revise before and you're still doing three cycles of that after the update, you know, maybe that's an opportunity for you to like look at your process and see why that is because we're trying to make the lineup pool more diverse without sacrificing any EV. And so I think it should be more likely for you to go through maybe like one, maybe two of those cycles. So, you know, I would I would monitor how many adjustments you're having to make every time you run a build and every time you get that can't meet exposures message and kind of like dissect why that is, you know, are you not giving the builder enough inputs the first time around? Because even, even once that message comes up, you know, I, w- I would hit keep editing. So let me see if I can just get to that message really quickly here boom, unable to meet exposures. So, you know, I would hit keep editing and I would make all the edits the first time around rather than get that message, send it back and then do it again and then do it again. So keep editing, keep making your exposures, try and get through as minimal build, review, revise cycles as possible. So that's that's the best advice I can give. And uh, moving on to the next question from John. And the question is, Does the new update work if I go back and test it on past NFL weeks? For instance, I tried it yesterday, but was still getting some players at like 60 to 70% for some reason. John, this is a good question. I honestly don't know if it works for past slates. I would say that, you know, the max exposure that you're getting is also dependent on how many number of lineups that you have up here. You know, if you're, if you're looking at, let's say, you know, 20 lineups, you know 60% is 12 lineups out of 20 but then you know if you're looking at 150 i think 60% means something a lot a lot different at that point you know we're looking at 150 we have 50% of godwin in this example so i i would imagine that the you would like like we've we've overhauled the sim precision and made it sim diversity so i think if you were to go back it would run on the new model. So I can I can follow up and check, but that's how I think it works. So you should be able to like go back and do any testing on previous slates and see how the lineups would look with the update. So I'll, I'll check on that and I'll, I'll let you know. So a couple couple things I have is the feature request from fail Mary. And then the second thing I have is uh back testing with the new model from John. So I will follow up and get back to you guys on Monday on those things. All right. Comment from John. Also this diversity update is amazing because it's what I was doing manually by changing my max exposures beforehand for different contest types but now it does it for me. So happy to hear that you're enjoying the update. This is exactly what we wanted. So I hope that you know you keep continuing to see these these improvements in your lineups and i hope that it leads to uh profitable slates for you so all right follow from glenn awesome thank you uh you know check those out happy happy to talk about it more so you know comment from john i think it was like 150 which made me wonder if it was working so yeah not 100% john i'll do a housekeeping check on monday morning and let you know so All right, everybody. I uh, don't see any more questions coming in. You know, I would highly suggest playing with the builds between now and Sunday morning. Good luck on this weekend's main slate. If you guys are having any issues, the team is always around. Pop a message into support in Discord if you're having any trouble there. If you guys are having an in-app issue, use the settings and report a problem. We are around all the time. I see a couple people typing in the discord. So I'm going to hang around until those final comments come in. I see comment from pirate, but not a question. And I see Talini typing. So I will wait to see if Talini has a question before letting you all go. But I hope you liked my demo of showing you how sim diversity works with the player pool. And I hope that you guys can, you know, implement it successfully this weekend. So let's see. Still waiting on Tulane. I hope it's not a too long of a question here, but you know, we got time so I can uh, maybe, maybe I'll give you guys a, a hot take like Jordan. So let's, let's see what the slate's looking like. I was running some test builds, was getting a ton of Tampa Bay. Second highest total on the slate behind Buffalo. Didn't really see any Buffalo. So that's pretty interesting. I'll have to check out Buffalo and see if they are maybe a sleeper play there. But, you know, Josh Allen coming in at 9% ownership, Tom Brady at 14. Tom Brady, way better point per dollar value there so I could see why. Haven't checked the weather update, I always encourage you guys to check the weather. Kevin Roth's NFL weather dashboard is really good and a great resource to see how the weather is shaping up because it can be very impactful sometimes. So, all right. Uh, Hung around for a little while, guys. But that being said, I will see you on Monday for our regularly scheduled office hours at 5 p.m. Eastern. And until then, good luck.